I'm Derek Wheatley and welcome to episode 164 of the weekly weekly podcast. It is 6.14 a.m. on Paddy's Day. I uh, slept about three hours last night. I think I've come down with some sort of a head cold. So it was one of those ones where I took me ages to get to sleep, even though I was wrecked. And then one of those when I woke up uh, at about like four o'clock uh, and I just couldn't get back to sleep. I was just like shifting around and, and not quite getting there. So I thought um, with the weekend in front of me, if I could record this podcast early and uh, have it in the bag um, and then just, yeah, just have the weekend, I suppose. And we have two guests lined up for the next two weeks, which is uh, always very, um, you know, good and fortunate. Uh, we're very lucky for that. Um, but I thought like I do a solo episode because I, I was supposed to check before I start recording when the last time we did a solo episode. But um, it's probably maybe six weeks ago now. Um, I'm not really sure, actually. It could be actually longer than that. But um, it's just kind of you can see in the title if you are watching or listening to this. Um, just what this uh, you might not know what this means. And that's fine. I think 152 was the last solo episode, which is. I couldn't be. No, 153 was the last one. That's quite a while ago now, 11 episodes now. Um, which, again, I'm a bit sceptical about. Is that true or not? Um, but uh, anyway, regardless of that, um, sorry, it's 160, it's only four weeks ago. My bad. Regardless of that, welcome. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks very much to Ali um, for coming on last week uh, to talk about travel. Um, it was always an interesting chat. Um, and I will be obviously expanding on some of my thoughts from last week and this one. Um, you can support us on uh, Buy Me A Coffee. Uh, the links are in the description. Uh, every so often I put it out on social media and just leave it there and sit in my own guilt for uh, for doing that. Um, yeah, so another thing that happened during the week for people who don't follow uh, the podcast on social media, media and if not, why not? Um, I started a new podcast with my friend Josh. It's really his podcast. And look, I'm still none the wiser why he asked me to do it. But uh, it's called Lucky Works Co. Podcast. Co. is in a, the abbreviation of a company, so co.podcast. It's uh, Josh's brand that he's um, getting going, basically. And he thought the best way to kind of get that out there would be to 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 do a podcast about it and we will be talking about loads of stuff the first episode literally just came out as of recording yesterday so it's an introduction and it'll explain what the the brand is about what the podcast is about uh we've got we're going to just do it monthly for now and there's loads of stuff that we have to cover and Josh is very very educated on lots of things and I will add something uh, that's all I can say. But listen, go and follow us uh, on Lucky Works Co. Podcast. We're on Instagram. Uh, we're on uh, Facebook. And then the podcast is available on Apple. Uh, I, I set them up yesterday. So it's Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcast. So the same as this one, basically. Um, so uh, the why this episode? So the title of this episode, High Rocks and High Anxiety. So you may not know what High Rocks is. So that's what we're going to talk about. Um. Uh, I actually have it on my phone. So High Rocks is a, is a, it's not quite a CrossFit competition. Um, it's not quite an endurance kind of test. 
but it's uh, somewhere in between. So I'll, I'm going to read out the the actual course or the you know what you have to do to complete it, and you know, or some people win, other people just take part. All right. So it's one kilometer run, one thousand meters on a skier machine, one kilometer run, uh, a fifty meter sled push of 152 kg, one kilometer run, 50 meter sled pull of 103 kg, one kilometer run, 80 meters burpee broad jumps, one kilometer run, 1000 meter rowing, uh, uh, sorry, on the row machine, one kilometer run, 250 meters farmer carry of 24 kg, one kilometer run, 100 meters sandbag lunges, 20 kg, one kilometer run and 100 wall balls of six kg. Okay. So some of that might not mean anything to some of you, but obviously you understand uh, a lot of it. Um, I read out the, the, the men's weights there, but you know, there's not a huge difference between the two. Um, so that's what high rocks is. Uh, it was brought to the gym by one of the ladies in there, uh, who did it. Uh, I, I don't know what, maybe it was Birmingham, maybe it was London. It might have been Birmingham. Apologies, it was in England, right? Um, and you know, the idea came to 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 the group or to Martin, whoever it was, to say, you know, that they should do it as a as a gym, you know, and a gym effort, and have a number of people do it together. Um, and it was, I think, it was initially planned that they were going to go to London to do it as a group, and then they had basically too late to get into London. It was, that one was sold out. So they decided to go to Malaga. Uh, and and the ideas, you know, went off and things increased and they became, you know, a weekend in Malaga, uh, Friday to Monday, I think they said. And, uh, and um, Martin said to me, like, oh, you should do it. You'd be good at it. Now, like, you know, I, I don't take compliments very well. <laughs> Uh, like all of us, I think. Um, and I, I was just, I didn't even, to be honest, I wasn't even at the time thinking of the Malaga thing or anything like that at the time away, nothing to do with that. I was just thinking of, uh, the idea that I never wanted to compete in anything, uh, you know, um, sporty, you know, I never wanted to compete in jujitsu like I've talked about before and, and I wouldn't do a CrossFit competition and, um, I guess this kind of falls under that bracket, you know, a lot of the, the movements are to do a CrossFit and I, I'm, I'm guessing that Martin thinks I would do good in it because of the running aspect, because I like to run. Uh, and I, you know, some of the other stuff, maybe less so, but you know, you can kind of get around that. Running is the main part of it. Like with the amount, I think it's nine kilometers in total that you have to do between the, the different schedule, the different movements and different exercises. So, um, yeah, so Martin said that to me and I dismissed it and, and the numbers were going up with, with regards to people going to Malaga. Um, so I think it was like 15, something like that. Um, so I was like, you know, I did, I wasn't, I didn't know what happened, right? I can't honestly say. Something took over and I decided to, um, hang on, I'm going to sneeze now. <laughs> yeah, definitely got a head cold. Because I never sneeze. I had this sinus procedure done um, a few years ago, and since then I've, I very rarely sleep, sneeze, which is a pity because it's quite an enjoyable sensation. So 
I was at home one of the days. It was a few weeks ago, obviously, and um, some mad notion took took me, and I decided that I I do it. So I went onto the uh, the website, the Irax website, um, and I went into the <laughs> the, the Malika thing, and it was all in Spanish. So I was kind of guessing, but I mean, it's pretty self explanatory. You know what I mean? You don't have to have a a great grasp of Spanish to understand what, what, what each, you know, um, section meant to type in. But um, there was a couple of moments I had to Google Translate. But I got there in the end. So I kind of, I sat on it for about a week, I think. Um, and then I thought, right, I'm going to have to tell someone. And so I said I'd tell Martin because, you know, he's the head coach and that. Um, so I said I'd go tell Martin. I said to Martin, I'm going to do it. Do not say it to anyone for the simple reason that I don't want people to uh, come to me and talk to me about it because as we'll get into, that's when my anxiety goes off and I push back against it and I won't want to do it. Now, at that point, I hadn't booked my flights or anything. I just booked the the, the actual the competition spot. So about two days later, someone said it to me and uh, I hear you going to... to um, Compete in the High Rocks. And I mean, two days. Uh, so I went to DeMartin. I told him, I said, why are you telling people? I told you not to tell people. And he said, oh, I thought you told that person. And I said, why would I tell that person if I told you not to tell anyone? And anyway, so it was grand. It wasn't grand, but it was, you know what I mean? Like we just left it. Um, had I said to Martin, I was, I was, I was fuming the fact that like it was, would have been around by now because, you know, people just look, it's not out of anything bad or anything like that, but people will talk and people will say, people knew that 16 were going now and that was another thing. So people knew that it was 16 instead of 15 now. And people were asking who the 16th person was. And, you know, people talk and it would have got around. And in my naivety, like I was, I was, I was kind of annoyed. And I, and I said to Keen, I was like, uh, if anybody, one more person says it to me that I'm going, I'm not going. And I was kind of angry, but that was kind of a fleeting. A moment of anger, uh, but like two weeks later, someone said it to me in the morning class. Now this person said it to me in the morning class, never in the evening class, so wouldn't have spoken to the people in the high rocks. They're mostly, if not all, evening class uh, group. So I didn't know how this person knew, and then I was thinking, well, if this person knows, everybody knows. It's you know, it's common knowledge. Now, I understand people who would be thinking, nobody cares that you're going. Um, you're making a big deal out of it. Um, everybody's focusing on themselves, their own training and all that. I I know that. I'm not naive enough to think that I'm so important that everybody's talking about the fact that I'm going. I understand that. But the reason I didn't want people to know was because I didn't want to keep hearing about it. Because if I kept hearing about it, I become more and more anxious. If I could push it back in my mind, train like I have been training, but push it back, push it into the back of my mind that this is happening, then I wouldn't be pushing it back. Push, sorry, pushing back against the idea of me going and uh, jeopardizing the fact that I would go. And um, I honestly, and we'll get into this as I said, but I honestly, if I feel that the anxiety is getting too much and it's starting to affect other aspects 
of of just my life, my training, and things like that in the next few weeks. Because sorry, I should have said it's the fourteenth of April that it, it's kind of happened. I'll just cancel it. Like it doesn't matter about like I don't care about miss uh, like losing the. Of course, I care about losing the money for the flights, but I'm more concerned about my mental health than uh, a, you know a couple of hundred euro. Um, it's not a, that big of a deal. Uh, I've unfor- I've been unfortunate to miss some stuff before, like I said, like concerts and stuff because of anxiety and, um, you know, my own health and well being comes before anything. Obviously, then, you know, uh, a competition or a concert or a trip away, um, anything like that. So, on the other side of it, the reason I f- think I'm doing it <laughs> um, is because I've never had any um, athletic ability. Uh, I played for a football team in Swords and um, Sword Celtic. And I was never, I was always on the bench. The odd time I came on and every time I came on, the referee gave out to me because I was wearing glasses and I didn't have a little strap on it. But I couldn't see without it. I mean, it was bad enough of football with glasses on. I was a tragedy without. Um, but my, my brother was on the team and I kind of got in because of that, really. Well, even though I started before him, I still wasn't in the team before him. But I never had any skill, you know, in football or any of that kind of stuff. I tried basketball for a while. We had a hoop in the back garden. Um, you know, it's quite easy to get a, a score when, uh, get the ball in the basket when nobody's jumping up in front of you. But I, I remember I've never like went for the basketball team in, in school. Uh, but I remember playing a game of basketball in school with the team. It wasn't a practice or anything like that. They were just playing at lunchtime. And obviously I came in thinking, oh, like I'm, I, I can shoot a couple of baskets or hoops or, uh, you know, and, uh, yeah, it was terrible when people were in my face and they were just taking the ball off me. And I was like, you know, I had no discernible talent for anything athletic. So, uh, you know, with running and, and it became something that I was, I don't know if you could be good at it, but I think I was certainly, um, resilient and, into long distance stuff. I'm not a sprinter or explosive in that sense, but uh, long distance kind of it's, I like it, you know, cause it's, you can just get out there, do it and you let your brain go where it wants to go and have a good thing. So I thought that this, like, as I'm getting, I'm improving physically and uh, with some of the movements and, you know, I've started to train on a Wednesday at lunchtime with Martin and, and one of Martin's friends and, uh, training specifically for it. The burpee jumps are horrible. Um, but as for the rest, you know, I used to hate wall ball and I'm kind of starting to get a bit okay with it. The, th- the reason I think I'm okay with the wall ball idea on this Hyrox is because it's the very last thing and there's no run after it. So you do a hundred wall ball and then that's it. So uh, there's not, you know, a run after a hundred wall balls is tough. So I- I'm glad that there's not that. Um, so I've been training for that. My diet has been pretty good. Uh, it's it's not as good as it was maybe a month ago or whatever, but I don't see that as too much of a problem. Um, I mean, the next few weeks I could just go back to the to the counting calories thing I was doing and just steady off, uh, you know, a bit. And that's fine. Excuse me for one second.
sorry about that. Someone commended me there the other day for uh, for muting the microphone when I blow my nose, but like you can't just blow your nose into a microphone. That's very off-putting. So I've been trying to balance the the training, you know, the CrossFit and Hyrax training with with my, you know, I've started swimming again and with uh, my running um, and jujitsu. So it's it's getting the right balance without being wrecked for one of them, you know. Um, swimming is obviously a little bit more, you know, nice taking a nice and easy again. But, um, so yeah, so like, I hope that's explained why I'm doing it. Like, I don't think I don't think it's a uh, me trying to prove. I'm not trying to prove something to myself or to anyone else. Um, but I do like to think that if I do this. It's going to like, it's for one, it's going to be a huge, um, achievement, you know, physical wise, but it's going to be more of achievement for how and why, you know, sorry, how I get there and how I get through the, the three or four days being away from my, my, my norm, you know, um, so yeah, uh, but let me read out an advert and we'll get into that, uh, after. So Fusion Training Center, Monksland Athlone. A place to train, train in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, kickboxing, martial arts and CrossFit. A great atmosphere with experienced coaches and a real sense of community. If you want to join the team, find us on Facebook at Fusion Training Centre or drop in for a chat. Fusion Training Centre, train like a warrior. Kind of did that half not looking and half looking at the page. So I think we're close enough to a to a, a full reading without the, the copy. Look, I was looking at this... Um, the other day, actually, this notebook here, if you're, if you're looking at the screen, right? So a lot of it is notes that I made during, uh, the lockdown of the episodes that I recorded during the lockdown. And I, I just, it's, it's so funny, like the amount of work that went into some of those episodes about, you know, well, different things. And I wonder, do I still think the same thing? You know, uh, I started this three years ago now. So it's, it's kind of, in that way, it's kind of crazy. It's actually over three years ago because it was February when I, uh, February 2020 when I started doing it. So, you know, to think every week for three, three years, we've been filling time on this podcast and, uh, someday we'll miss a week and that's fine too, you know, but at the moment we're doing all right. Um, so having gone through the reasons, um, that I want to do it, Here's the reasons I don't want to do it. I don't want to travel. I don't like the sun. The heat's going to kill me. Um, the pressure of socializing with large with a large group, even though I know them all, and they're all grand. You know, they're all sound. Um, airports. Um, just oh look, I could go on. And what happens is then as the time approaches and no matter how much you want to ignore it and how much you don't want to talk and think about it, there's this kind of gray cloud of anxiety just rolls in. Um, all encompass. Oh, that's not the right word. Um, it's just. <laughs> I think. It's the idea of everything being up in the air, I suppose. Right. So. 
when you're like and this applies for everyone. This is not just to do with people anxiety, but this particular part applies to everyone. When you're in your usual daily routine or weekly routine or whatever, whatever it is, there's a sense of balance and a sense of control and a, and an idea that um, most things, ninety nine percent of things, are going to go all right. Like there is obviously spanner in the works here and there, and that's where we have to think on our feet and we're kind of built to do that too. And some people are built better than others for doing that. But take that 99% and just throw it away. And you're almost starting from scratch at 0% and see what happens. And once I leave this house on the 14th, maybe it's the 13th when we fly out, but it's whatever it is. Um, it's all up in the air. Like, Literally, you know, with the plane and all that. I had to explain that joke. Um, so it's like the idea of if you, and we've all done this, like say if you've cleaned the house from top to bottom and, well, we've not all done this, you know what I mean? But the idea of cleaning the house from top to bottom and people have kids or people have dogs and they come in and they just wreck it and you think, why did I even bother? But it's still that idea of for that moment, everything is in its right place and the way you want it to be. And then something comes through, a little hurricane comes through and, and throws everything up in the air. So to me, that's very scary. Um, I can't get a grip in my mind of what and where I'll be. Um, uh, you know, I haven't been on a plane for many years. I'm not afraid of flying or anything like that, but I don't like airports and that. We'll talk about that. We actually talked about that last week with uh, Ali. Um, but the idea of arriving at a place I've never been, you know, the hotel wants to know when I'll be there. I don't know. Um, it's not, well, it is a sense of being in charge because it's like when you're talking about yourself, you're in charge. But when there's 16 other people, you're you're just one voice of 16 and you're not in charge anymore. So I think like that was the one idea I had as well of when we, you know, they, they're getting a villa and, you know, which is obviously uh, cool and it looks very nice and all that. But I immediately said I wasn't getting I wasn't staying with them that I was going to stay on my own and I booked a hotel room and stuff. So I have that, you know, uh, peace of mind there that look, there's a, there's a, a bit of a carnage with 15 people. Um, at least if I have my own hotel room, I can get some semblance of calm and, um, rest because I'm going to need it. Like, because I have like, I'll be wiped with anxiety for those few days and I'm going to, like I will need there to be a place where I can just go and it doesn't matter what I do. Like, you know, have the TV on or have my book and, you know, listen to a podcast, listen to music, whatever it might be. It'll just be, that's given me one little, little hint of, of, of solace. Like, you know, that I, the midst all the, the, the absolute carnage and mayhem that I will have that little, you know, almost desert, desert island of peace, uh, even though it won't be peaceful because I'll be an anxious wreck. But the hotel room, at least I can go when, because I don't want to go out like on the town or, you know, they're all, like if they all want to go out and celebrate, which they should, 
um, their achievements. Um, to a certain degree, I'll go, you know, go and have dinner and all that. That's that's cool. Like, but, you know, go if they're going to, we're not staying in Malaga, we're staying outside Malaga, but if they want to go into Malaga and go, you know, clubbing or whatever they do, at, at least I know that if I go back to the, if I was to go back to the villa and everybody came in at like half two in the morning, I'd be grumpy shit the next morning because I want to get up early and I don't know, maybe go for a walk or run or whatever. Um, but if I've been woken up, I've only got a couple of hours sleep and it's selfish of me to think that it should be any other way that people should creep in, in the middle of the night, just because I'm in bed. Um, I, I, I should have no, um, uh, look at any sort of, you know, effect on their enjoyment. So that, for me, is being able to, you know, go out for dinner and head back to the hotel and get an early night and do what I like to do. Because it's not, you know, it, it, it's this is a huge thing for me. So I should, I'm going to take some sense of um, control of how I feel about it. And uh, I also don't want to put my anxiety or uh, grumpiness, because my anxiety can lead to grumpiness. Um, or kind of with withdrawal onto other people. I don't want them to feel, oh, is, is Derek all right? He's very quiet. I don't want it to be like that because even though they know, they know I do this podcast and it's a mental health podcast and then I've been through a bit, they, they, they understand it, but I don't want them to feel that they need to worry about it. So uh, to have my own place is that is that one kind of bit of, like I said, bit of solace. Um, the last few times like I, I've had really bad anxiety was was a was a concerts because they were the one thing that was kind of taking me out of my comfort zone um i went to radiohead in like six years ago now which is kind of mad and i went to peter gabriel maybe a year before that or two years before that and i remember being like i i think i talked about this but sometimes i can't remember so like so many episodes uh, but I remember Peter Gabriel one going with my mom and just I was just lying on the couch uh, before and she thought I was going to cancel it. Like, and thankfully I didn't because it was an amazing concert, but I felt so overwhelmed with, with anxiety before that. Um, and the Radiohead one, I actually got like physically sick before that gig. And again, uh, there was no way I was cancelling it. Like I was going to... I, well, I had to go because, you know, one of my favorite bands and stuff I've seen before, but they were kind of experiences that whilst I thought these are amazing concerts and I love, you know, live music is brilliant and all that. It's not worth that much grief uh, to go through, to be honest with you, that I I feel so sick before and I see feel so wiped out after it, you know. So they were like, they were just, excuse me again, this is, this is bad of on the part. Every time I seem to do a live one, I've got all sorts of issues, you know, but um, one second, sorry. I'm supposed to do jujitsu later on. Hopefully I'm all right to do it. Um, so I think, you know, I talked about the Miami experience and Miami for me was just, it was like, it was, it was three weeks and it was more than just Miami because we went from Miami up to Washington, but uh, in a, in a kind of, um, you know, those cars that are like seven seater ones. And I hate it. I, 
I was with a girl uh, I was seeing at the time, and and a group of her friends. I didn't I didn't know them, and I hated it. I remember standing in immigration because I was the immigrations in Dublin Airport before you go out to Miami. I just wanted to run. I just didn't want any part of it. It was just so much. There was so much going on in my head, and so much that like. It's not just a, a a thought process, the anxiety. It's a physical reaction as well. So, you know, the the fight or flight mode is obviously in your head, but it's it's it comes into your body. It's that idea that I talked about, that pins and needles feeling in your arm and the heaviness in your chest and stuff, and everything just wants to run. Now, obviously, I fought that, but this was before I did have the the breakdown and and whatever else happened after that. So. This was a, a sense of not knowing what any of this was. And it, like I thought at the time, and this, this, I suppose this was reasonable enough to think that, um, there was six of us. Um, I knew one person I'd never met any of the other four people beforehand. So I thought it was that. I thought that that was why I didn't want to be there because, you know, I was struggling to come up with conversations and, um, I, they were probably thinking, you know, well, what's the story of this lad? And uh, there was some glances and things like that. And it's not there's anything wrong with these people, but I just didn't know them. And I didn't, you know, it turned out I didn't have anything in common with them either. But that was, I didn't know that at the time. But I remember being in Miami and it just, everything was, was, was bugging me. Everything was bothering me. Um, and I didn't know why I I know now it was anxiety and anxiety leads to, well, for me anyway, it's kind of a grumpiness and a, um, I wouldn't say I fly off the, the handle or anything like that, but I'm, I'm kind of short and, um, with people and I just don't want to have to do things that people expect me to do because I, I suppose it's just self-preservation. It's not like on other people of what they've done or, um, and sometimes very hard on myself with that as well, because I think like, oh, cop on, you should be, be, um, you know, at least try to be like you usually are with people and, you know, try to be, to be nice and stuff. But it's not, I can't handle it. That's the problem. Uh, I'm getting better at that, by the way. I'm getting better at handling the anxiety and stuff like that. And that, 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 that that's what's interesting to me this time around is like, will I be able to sort it out. I remember we went from Miami to Daytona and it was in Daytona and I had been there before and it's a kip. It's a, sorry if there's anyone for it. I doubt there's anyone from Daytona Beach listening. But it's kip. It really is an awful it's just like this strip of bars and restaurants and dingy looking stores and it just look it's got the sea there which is obviously a bonus. But I remember trying to break up an argument and get my head bitten off her. And I just thought to myself, right, that's, that is a perfect excuse for me to get out of here. And I remember talking to my mom and, uh, and trying to get my, my aunt's number who lives in New York. And then uh, my idea was, well, I'm not going to, we're not going to drive, finish the drive to Washington with these people. I'm just going to fly to New York and then uh, stay with my aunt for a couple of days and get the, you know, uh, fly back to Washington and get the plane out of there, whatever. Um, but that game wasn't it wasn't a, a a reasonable reaction to what happened. Like it was just an argument or whatever. It was an argument I didn't start or didn't. I was just trying to break up really and got my head bitten off. But 
I just I just didn't want to be there. So the idea now, <laughs> many years on, I think it's it's so hard to remember some things, you know, when when anxiety is rampant, um, and it's hard to remember dates. But there's something in my head that tells me it was 2007 or 2008 that I was in Miami. So that's how long ago I was in, you know, an airport and, and I've flown. Um, so that's what I'm, I'm kind of concerned about is how I'm going to handle that anxiety, you know, that fight or flight. I'm, I'm not sure if we're all on the same flight. So I, I don't know how that works out. I'm pretty sure I'm on the same flight with Martin and Keen. I hope I am. Um, I like to think that'll help. Look, yeah, I try to get the seats next to them. I think I have got them with the extra leg room and stuff like that, which is comes in handy when you're tall, but. So I don't know why they need the extra night room. Um, that was an unnecessary dig, but the, the the me to handle that now, the fight or flight is going to be, you know, sixteen years on from that is going to be interesting. Like I am getting better at that fight or flight thing, and I'm getting more confident, and things are growing. I have to remember to look at the screen or the camera more. Some someone told me on my solo episodes that I never look at the screen or the camera. Um, but because I find it, I still find it weird that I record those solo ones but you know I'm a completist and the catalogue we have on on YouTube is uh, is there and growing all the time so how I'm going to handle a fight or flight now like will it be easier to have the two lads there will it be tougher I think it'd be easier because there's a there's a sense of they know that I'll be struggling and with or without listening to this podcast they would have known that I'd be struggling so maybe that distraction will come into play um, and help that you know, um, I'm hoping it will. Uh, once we land in Malaga, I mean, there's, there's, uh, that's the, that's the whole thing. That's the funny thing about it. And I said it again to, um, oh, I, I forgot to show you this, by the way. I bought this up in Blackrock Market, if you can see it. My favorite animal is, a, is an elephant. And I bought that. I just liked it. It's pretty cool. For my desk here, I'm adding to the collection. And I also bought a little clash poster, which I'm going to hang up on the wall. Of the corner podcast corner, um. So yeah, it's it's. It, it, I was look like I am focusing on the actual event. I'm not. I'm trying not to focus on everything around it, but it's everything around it that scares me. When you're in the event, um, this this event, by the way, I forgot to mention. Some people are going in pairs, and some people are going on their own. I don't know how many's going on their own. It's four or five, maybe, or it could be more. And I'm going to do it on my own. The reason it's going to be harder, obviously, but the reason I want to do it on my own is that I don't have to rely on someone else or they don't have to rely on me. So I can just go out there, not have to worry about what other people are doing. Um, you know, my partner's doing or whatever. I can just do it at my own pace. I'm not looking to score. You know, I'm not looking for a high time, you know, um, a quick time. Sorry. Um, I'm literally just want to finish it. So if it takes me four hours, I will. If it takes me four hours, it takes me four hours. I don't care. This will be the biggest sporting or athletic achievement I've ever had. So the goal is to finish it. Anything else is a bonus. Um, I'm going to be thrilled with myself. I might even cry. Who knows? <laughs> but so, yeah, I, I want, I want everybody have a great time over there I want to have a bearable time and not be a burden on others 
which is very important to me. And well, as you could imagine. And, and the thing is like, I'm not the, like Martin is their coach. Um, I'm a coach in the gym and I, I'm more of a facilitator. I'm not a coach. I don't see myself as a coach, even though, you know, I'm, you know, I've got, even though I've got a top with coach written on the back. Um, no, but I, I've, I'm a facilitator. I allow them to, I help them get warmed up. I show them what they're doing and then I let them off, give them words of encouragement. If anybody new comes in, that's different. Then I would see myself more as a coach. But for all these people that are going to the, to the, the high rocks to, to do, to compete in it, I'm not their coach. Like Martin is their coach. Um, myself and Keen are more facilitators because some of us, sorry, some of them have been there longer than me doing CrossFit longer than me. So I can't teach them anything at this rate, but. I'm there to kind of maybe give a bit of encouragement and to just make sure everything's going smoothly and putting out the mats and the boxes. And that's, and that, to be honest, that's fine with me because I enjoy it. And I get a bit of crack of it. So for them to do well too is, is hugely important to me. And obviously for them and everybody, as you can imagine, has a different goal. Like some people are looking at the times and they want to get a specific time and none of us are doing obviously the pro version of it. So we're in the second tier and we all want to do our best and, and get a good time. And, and, you know, but it, it's an achievement for everyone. It doesn't matter if you're someone who's done CrossFit events or jujitsu events, or maybe done some running in their past or played football or anything like that. This is a completely different thing. And this is every, every athletic thing is, a, is an achievement. Um, and, as I've read out at the start of this, this is a particularly tough course. We've done in our training, um, myself, Martin, and his mate Benny, we've done small portions of it. So I think one day we did two thirds of it. So it's like half the running, but a lot of the other um, movements like the lunges and walls balls were a hundred. So we were doing the right amount of them. So I think it worked out as two thirds and I felt all right after like it, it was exhausting. Um, and it was in like four degrees and this is not going to be the same as doing it in 20, 22 degrees. But it was the running part that we cut down on. And for me, I'm glad to say that this is the part I'm least worried about is the running because I'm, I'm fine with, you know, distances and running because that's what I like to train in. If it was sprints were involved, I'd be less um, enthusiastic about that idea. Um, but yeah, so, so that's what that, that, that's it. And, you know, I, I hope that, I hope that I can shut up about it now for a few weeks and not think about it just every Wednesday, knowing that I'm going to be doing a train, training for it. Uh, you know, it's four weeks away, five weeks away. Uh, just get on with it. Um, everybody knew that I was going. They were just kind enough not to come up and say it to me. They know now if they didn't know, by the way, because this episode comes out, they're going to see High Rocks in the title. Um, so if you do listen to this and you are going, I'm not saying don't come near me to talk about it. It's fine, but I won't be like really participating in the little group get-togethers. I'm not on the WhatsApp group where all the other people are. That was another thing where the 16th person was coming because there's only 15 in the group. So everybody's kind of twigging that there was someone else going. 
Uh, I'm not going to be in that group. Um, I'm just trying to forget about it for now. I just wanted to put it out there that, you know, I want, you know, I, I want to do this um, in a, with some sense of, I hate using the word control. I've used it like three or four times now, and I I don't like using it because that's not, it seems over the top, really. But I want to, I want to have some sense of having this experience to myself until it's over. And then I can be part of the group that went to Malaga and did it. I guess that's the best way of putting it, really. That's the best way you're going, that's the best you're going to get. And, uh, but yeah, so that, that's it in the high rock. So like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm terrified, but we're going to do it. And if I don't do it, and we can come back to this if we don't and discuss why it couldn't or didn't do it, that's fine too. It's, uh, I made the decision on my own to give this a go. And if I'm the one who loses out on financially because I decided against it, I, I'm fine with that. That's just one of those things that happens. Um, it's my mental health is more important than a than a competition, uh, obviously, and I'm not going to put myself through the ringer just to get, you know, a time on a on a on, a, on an event that uh, just came up recently in my timeline. Um, another thing that about whoops, uh, sorry, I hit the um, table there. Um, another thing that I was away for a couple of days. Uh, I was just up in Dublin. So nothing too special. Like I said, I was up in Black Rock and, and stuff like that. And um, my mom was uh, away. Well, she's away at the moment. And I was up in uh, up in her apartment for for um, for a couple of days on my own, and got down to Black Rock Market and uh, very nice, relaxed uh, things like that. Uh, went out as far as uh, Dunleary to one of the the it's a um, it's in the People's Square. Uh, it's a market. It's in itself. It's a, it's a small market. So the Black Rock Market is. It's it's really cool because it's it's within a, a kind of an archway, and you walk through almost like um, um, like a tunnel, nearly like where you kind of walk through uh, and see all the different stalls. And um, there's like a cool space where I bought that elephant. There's like loads of LPs in there and um, records. And there's clothes stalls and incense, place to buy incense, all this kind of really cool stuff. And then I, I put my, I put a picture up of an Instagram. There's like, like an alien spaceship yoke that they, they rent out or they did rent out. I don't know if they still do it. There was a poster on the, on the fence or it was, but I don't know if it's, uh, if it's still happening, but they use it as a, as a commercial space where you can go and have meetings and it, they can put it anywhere. Like they can put it beside the, there's one picture where there was out on a lake and it looks really cool. And uh, go and have a look at that on Instagram. It's just, I don't know when they, where they got that idea from it, but I, I liked it. But I was trying to like, the idea was to cut, I knew my mom was going away and to, I was going to stay there a bit longer, but you know, things came up, but I liked the, I, the, the, the sense of, um, trying to, don't use that word, recalibrate, don't use that word. But to sort of balance things, right? So, you know, I live, I live with someone, uh, and and we're cool. Obviously, uh, we get on so well. But sometimes you just need that, and I don't get it. Like, because you know, I don't. 
have that space um, to, to just relax for a night or two on your own. Um, I was trying to remove the idea that I had to watch a film. Oh, I've got so many films to watch. I have to watch a film. I have to get through this book to get on to the next one. Um, always in a rush. Even when I was, you know, I went for a run up there and that's, that's different. That's, you know, something I enjoy doing, but I, you know, I have to train today. I have to go do jujitsu, have to go swimming, all this stuff. Have to, have to, have to. And what I wanted it to be like was that I could just allow myself to just watch crap or just sit there, just go for a walk, a walk with no, like, no end to it. I mean, in the sense of like, I'm walking to this place to get that so then I can go here and go home. It was just to go somewhere and to find some sort of, I don't know, uh, balance is the right word, but it's like this kind of inner peace. I'm starting to sound really too much, too much incense burning in this room. But if you don't, uh, do you know what I mean? I was trying to find the, kind of some sort of balance and just to relax it's very difficult um this is going to be like definitely come up, going to come up as a topic on the lucky works podcast because i don't think we're, we're very good at doing that some of us are incapable of doing it um to allow ourselves to 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 kind of just relax get the balance chill out it's always rushing on to the next thing even if the thing isn't very important at all. I have that thing, like I said, about, oh, I need to finish this book to get to the next book. I need to watch this film because I've got a stack of films over there. It's always need to do, 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 you know. And it doesn't have to be always like that. It's supposed to be kind of a, a chilled experience. So I tried my best. <laughs> Maybe not with a, well, with varying degrees of success to get that um, sense of, you know, allow uh, allow yourself to be in a certain space where you can just do something silly. Or I find that very difficult. Uh, we, I would, I laugh and joke and stuff in the in the gym and all that. And we have a bit of crack and stuff, but it's not that's in a group setting. I don't think I need to be always on the go with regards to consuming art in whatever level it is or um you know the podcast is a different situation because you know we're doing that once a week and we want it to be out for you every wednesday at 8am 8, 8 and people i know people who who do listen to it as soon as it comes out and that's that's very rewarding and it's it's um something that i still can't quite understand what i'm really happy about obviously but apart from that like there's no real I have to teach some class and stuff, but there should be no, I'm, I put myself under so much pressure that it, anxiety does build. And I know that as well. Anxiety is naturally there, but it's not, um, I am creating some of it as well. And I obviously don't want to do that. So I tried it in Dublin. Uh, not sure it worked. Uh, it needs a lot of work. And, and, I'm, and I'm, that's what I'm kind of looking forward to. It. With doing this podcast with Josh, because we do talk about things like that and kind of go a little bit deeper. Um, it's quite, and again, a friend of mine kind of, you know, laughed at the fact that we said there were deeply philosophical discussions, but they kind of do go that way. Like, like what's, you know, what's a 
deeply philosophical to you it, it is 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 def- is less or, or more uh, philosophical to me it's not you know we're not all on the on the same level and like i said about josh as someone who studied this before so i'm w- more willing to uh, believe what he has to say about than you know you know some other people so it's yeah uh, there's a lot to there's a lot to go on and this episode i i could probably waffle on um you know, with this episode, excuse me, got my pen. Um, I could probably waffle on for a good time with this episode, but I won't. I'll save you the hassle. Um. So yeah, that's that's really it. That's you know, now it's out there. Um. Everybody can see that that's in the title, and it's fair game now. But like, just please, if I don't want to. If I don't seem as interested in a conversation about it, it's absolutely nothing to do with the person I'm speaking to. It's more to do with the subject matter and trying to avoid it until we get there. Um, I hope I explained some of that correctly. Uh, I'm sure not all of it is correct. But I do want to thank uh, the High Rocks crew in advance for being kind and not uh, talking about this with me too much. I want to thank John for all his tech support and also for his offer of support for our podcast uh, uh, with Josh Lucky Works podcast uh, very kind I'm going to let Josh deal with that He's it's his thing so he's going to talk to John about doing it that and because I have to get John to do this and I can't keep asking the man for favours he's a busy man um, I want to thank my mum my dad my granddad Jordan Calvin as usual uh, subscribe, subscribe to us on YouTube Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. I was going to wish you a happy Paddy's Day, but there's no point now. It's over. Um, it's only happening today, obviously. Uh, Spotify, Apple Anchor, Google Podcasts. Took me ages. To, I was doing that for the other podcast, by the way, and it took me ages to figure that out. Um, I did have to text John for advice, and actually, now that I backtrack furiously. Um, but he helped me, and, and I think we've got it sorted. Uh, so yeah please support our other podcasts it it, it means a lot Uh, continue to listen to this one Um, uh, yeah let's go we're getting through March the year's going so fast thanks to everyone for watching for listening Uh, enjoy your week and we'll be back next week with a guest so you won't hear any of my incessant rambling take care bye